Hey guys, it's Open Tabs. This is the show where I leave all the tabs open on my Safari browser, and then I go through with you and click them. And I haven't done it in a what is that beeping? It's the fridge. I haven't done it in a few years. And then I watched one video the other day that inspired me to bring this show back. The whole point of this show is I would find videos that I found so engaging, so interesting that I wanted to, they were so good. I wanted to share them with people. And, and I did that a bunch and, it, and this show got me in trouble also. You know that, right? What? How? Because I did an NPR interview and apparently I don't even, I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't know politics at the time, but it was Antifa and Proud Boys fighting. You remember those? Videos? Yeah, the videos are <laughs> just like showing and fight I'm just videos. I'm watching Proud Boys knock the fuck out of Antifa and I'm just cheering them on. And this guy gets, I get on this NPR interview and he goes, so you're a conservative. And I was like, no, not at all. And he goes, well, you're a big supporter of the Proud Boys. And I was like, no, I'm not. And he goes, I just watched you. And then he like went off thing and talked to me. So I was like, all right, this show's getting me in trouble. Oh Maybe God. you shouldn't tell everyone what you Google, but I feel like it's healthy. You're only as dark as early as unhealthy as your dirtiest secrets. Tell me how long we've been going to. So anyway, this is the setup. I think moving forward, I'm going to continue these. I'm going to continue them weekly and then, um, and we'll do them weekly. And then I'd, I'd like to get one more setup. I'd like to get a different setup for this one. Totally. For these, you know? So we just do this one on the, you have no idea what it looks like all over here. Everything's strung together. But here's the video, okay? This is the video that I got, I enjoyed so much. Now, I consume a lot of content. I think mostly because I'm a, I, I'm a fan of content. But more importantly, I'm thinking about making content. So... You know, I, I've inspired by tra uh, Casey Neistat. Ooh, I got to pull up some Vans Neistat on here. That's who's this week's podcast. This week's Van Neistat? Yep. Dude, Van Neistat, his fucking, we'll pull up his page. Don't let me forget to pull up his page, okay? Because sure. his page is fucking fantastic. But this this is one of those guys that I follow. His name's Brody Moss. Have we talked about Brody Moss on this before? Nope. Brody Moss is out of Exmouth, um, Australia. I love Australian men. They're always so badass. Fuck, I just watched Adam Greentree today get chased down by a bull and then bucked by a bull and his wife climbed up a tree and then they killed it. I mean, I didn't watch it, but they told me about it. Australian men just have this like they're a little bigger, a little bolder, a little it's they're like uh, they're like Texans, but with a bigger dick, if that makes sense. I've used that analogy so much. I use it about Colorado. Colorado's like Texas, but with a big dick. Alaska's like Texas, but with a black big dick. Except no black people live there. That's probably horrible to say. Oh, starting off open tabs. Starting good. off open tabs. Good. So Halston's over there. Anyway, this is a guy. <laughs> Brody Moss. Now, I've been curious. I watch a lot of Brody Moss's videos. He was an electrician who rose to YouTube fame. I, I think I'm doing this correctly by posting videos of him and his buddies or him and his brother and his, their friends fishing they're really into fishing they live in Exmouth. apparently Exmouth is the most beautiful place on the fucking planet because it is crystal blue waters huge they call them crayfish but they're lobsters but here's the thing and he and, he, and he's upgraded and upgraded and upgraded and now he has this great boat that he and he goes fishing with but all his friends and his brothers they all have jobs he's the one who's editing and shooting videos so often he does them by himself because everyone's working this is a perfect example but this is what caught my eye. Solo boat camping trip. 
trying coffee for the first time ever. What? Hold the fucking phones. You're trying coffee for the fir- you're you're just now trying coffee now. Everyone remembers the first time they had coffee. For me, the first time I had coffee was at a uh, 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 law firm uh, in Tallahassee on Monroe Street, right by the Capitol. And I had never had coffee before. And I had like four cups and I was jacked. I ended up walking home that day from work. I didn't drive. I walked home because I felt like I was already halfway there. Fuck it. I'll get the car later. I, and I was like humming. I went to the gym and I lifted weights. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And someone's like, you had coffee. And I went, shut up. This is what coffee does to you? I didn't know that. Now, I remember that distinctly because I was in my 20s. I was like 24 at the time. That's pretty late to have coffee too. Well, I just never, I never gave a fuck about coffee. Like it never, the, the idea of the taste didn't look good to me. It didn't like, I, now I, I'd, I'd have caffeine before, but I never really noticed the difference between like a, like a Mountain Dew you know, although they have as much caffeine probably in them. Anyway, Brody does not really party. He doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. I mean, he has a beer occasionally, but he's like the kind of guy that has a beer. He's really into like, I don't even know if he, he talks about it in this video a little bit, but I just want you to see him having a coffee for the first time because it was so interesting to me. This whole video is so fucking interesting. Instead of holding me together in mind, just go ping and I just go woo. He's he explains that he's ADHD, and so that's why he doesn't drink coffee because it, it'll send him swimming. But now here's him smelling coffee. Okay, he's pouring the coffee. His coffee looks fucking phenomenal, by the way. He has a ton of milk in it. He's on a boat. Yeah, he's on a boat. By the way, this is X mouth. It looks. Look at these. Cheers, guys. Okay. <laughs> By the way, just, I mean, this is how it's supposed to taste. Is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, no one really, I'm drinking a coffee right now. No one, like, <laughs> the only reason you like the taste of your coffee is because you know what's coming after it. Yeah. Like, no one's like, oh, I mean, you know, what's funny is that Isla and Georgia started drinking coffee and they get this almond, uh, macchiato thing that you and i just started putting that in mind i was like yeah why am i not making this taste better but wait this gets better hold on your coffee's the same coffee as his he put some milk or something in it i put i put a lot of half and half this gets better well i don't really like it it tastes so weird <laughs> it's just so funny oh don't really like it uh-huh. weird. how are you guys all fixated on this this gets better it's getting better yeah uh, it's getting a little bit better <laughs> okay well okay i'm starting to like it now now the buzz is kicking in. <laughs> it's about a quarter of the way through the cup. Stop the walking a lot more now. <coughs> watch it. Watch. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> First few sips, I was like, what is this shit? But now, well, the more I sip it, the better it gets. He's drinking it so fast, by the way. He's drinking it so fucking fast that part of me is like... Phew. I love the devil's juice. <laughs> All this stuff is so good. Are we going fishing, Stratty? Oh, by the way, he's got a dog. He's got a badass dog that is the most, the most uh, tame dog. I mean, like, he has such control over this dog. Sharks will be in the water, but like, don't go in. And then the dog, you'll see the dog go, okay, sorry, I wasn't listening. Dive, maybe I need to get some food for a little bit later on. No hands, baby. Woo! Hello, Strata. Okay, wait, Look you got to see when the key. coffee kicks in. It's the devil's juice. 
He said coffee. He's about halfway huh? through that cup now. <laughs> yeah, and it started full. Any fish? Look at the water, guys. Look at this fucking X mouth looks. I mean, by the way, he's drinking coffee unlike anyone that I've ever seen drink coffee. He won't put it down and he's sipping it religiously. Like it's, it, he really is falling in love with coffee. And then he just, and by the way, this X mouth looks so great. I will tell you this, Brody, if you're seeing this, when I come to Australia for my next tour, I am going out of my way to go up to go fishing with him. He catches fish for real, like legit. We'll catch fish and be like, he'll free dive and spear fish. He'll go down and get craw crave for crawfish or whatever, like they're lobsters, really. And and then he will just go like, oh, I see a bunch of fucking mackerels, and he'll fucking throw a line out and just zoom, 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 and like crazy. But wait, you gotta oh, see man, what he my heart is just. Is that normal or what? Oh, I don't like that part of it. But man, I'm just like, I'm like awake, man. Like I've never felt this like wired before, I guess you'd call it. I can see why people love coffee, especially in the morning. Like I'm lucky enough to normally wake up in the morning just like this, like on. Probably how most people feel with coffee, but with this coffee inside me, I reckon I can just about do anything. There's nothing that'll, like there's nothing to slow me down now. It's just so. So what we're gonna do, I'm gonna clean up my mess, pack up all the coffee making stuff away, and we're just gonna go send it while it's glassy. I would love to catch a big fish, like a big fish for dinner or something like that. And it Look, you can tell he's just <laughs> fucking yeah. wired. I can't really look at him right now. My mind is going off. Woo! <laughs> if he sat down, you'd yeah. have a panic attack. Go for a little bit of a free dive around yeah. here. It must be about 10 meters. Look, I mean, first of all, this guy's, I gotta tell you, go find his page. It's bro, it's young bloods, it's YBS Young Bloods. He's got 2.8 million subscribers, but man, he just, look, this is him on coffee right here. This is why I love this guy. This is him Him and his dog swim to shore. And then watch, this is coffee energy right here. <laughs> Woo! Oh, are you kidding me? Look, and then he just runs out into the ocean. Hey, why don't you come back, Brody? I think I'm saying his name right. Look at that. <laughs> this is so good. I love this so much. <laughs> he's just a fucking, he's positive energy. And by the way, he dates smoke shows. Look at his boat at night. This is how he sleeps at night. I know so much about this guy. Yeah, you you know a lot about people with boats, like the sailing of vagabond people. And sailing of vagabond. By the way, we had, you know, we had, uh, I reached out to Riley. They just had a kid. Riley's going to be on the podcast. Oh, nice. I'm gonna get Riley on the podcast. I'd love to get Brody on the podcast. I think I'm saying his fucking name right. Okay, uh, but but the, I love I love boats, man. I watched this one kid uh, sail across the ocean from in like a tiny boat sail from fucking America to the to England. Whoa! I, and it was like, and he just I was like, you have to be out of your fucking mind. Yeah. There's no way. Not only are we talking about pirates, right? Well, sure. You got pirates, you got storms. Storms are scarier than pirates, but pirates are just as scary as storms. You've got, I mean, how many times can you jack off? You're literally, at that point, you're like, I'm not even waiting a full day. Like, I think the mandatory, speaking of jacking off, all right, I've got to show you, I've got to show you a video. Can I show Pornhub on here? Yeah, I just have to blur it out. Okay. When I search for porn, when I look for porn, I usually look for something that catches me off guard, something that's unexpected. Uh, normal, just guy and girl having sex doesn't really catch my eye, 
But something like, say, for instance, Robert Robin Hood arrow porn. Can you just can you just see this thumbnail? Do you see that thumbnail? I'm gonna have to blur that out. You have to blur it. Explain but it. What do you can see? You can unblur the Robin Hood arrow part. This is where my brain goes. There's a technique of masturbation called Robin Hood's arrow that I have yet to try that apparently is going. This is like the milk crate challenge for jack off. Okay. So I fucking Google it. I, I tip it. I click it and I watch it. Now I'm going to walk you through it. Now, this is an ad. This is all blocked right now. You're just seeing me, right? You're not yeah, seeing yeah, this. Yeah. So I'm going to walk you through what you're seeing so that you can. What if we're going to strike on porn on YouTube? We just can't monetize this video. Of who gives a fuck? Yeah. I, by the way, that's the beauty of a good fucking skip ad. Um, that was an aggressive ad. It was a very <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> by the way, you know you're against ads when it's even just two people fucking and you're yeah, like, skip oh ad. All right. So it starts with a guy who you don't know it yet has aggressive hernias. Two very aggressive hernias. You find that out later in this video that this gentleman has been uh, not lifting with his legs. He's been lifting with his groin, apparently, and he has two aggressive hernias. But he's naked. He's uncircumcised. Girl's in a black bra, and she's kind of just, it's just starting. She's playing with his junk. He's on his back. He's on his back. He's helping her out a little bit. Good for him. That's a guy. Now, what she starts doing is she starts applying rubber bands uh, onto his junk to the base. Okay. He pulls the she pulls the foreskin back down to his balls. Yep. And then have you seen this video? How do you know this? No, I'm explaining oh. it. Okay. So now she's putting rubber bands around his balls. So I'm going, okay. All right. So this is probably the bow part of the Robin Hood's arrow. So she's probably tightening things up. So right now, both and so I'm watching and I'm just to speed things up and get things moving. He is now rubber banded, and then she pulls out. What initially I thought was a leather, a piece of leather, a strap of leather, but it is an orange shoelace. <laughs> now it's like getting less sexy and you're like, okay, an orange shoelace. All right. I've got shoelaces floating around. I got rubber bands. I can do this. I'm thinking, and she's, and she's being attention to detail, right? Like, so you're thinking, you know, here's the thing with, with, with fetish people is the attention to the detail is part of the thing that they're into. So like, when you see uh, like those bondage videos or it mostly it's like, it is like a legit sailor making a knot that they'd be proud to show a captain. Yeah. Right? There's there's, it has to overlap perfectly. Yeah. It's not just tying someone up. It's like really putting the attention to detail. So I'm watching this thinking, this is something I'll be doing later in life. So she ties it into a bow, which I thought was odd. She but I was ties like, the shoestring around just underneath yeah. the head of his dick. And now she's spraying some lube and she's playing with his dick. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get it, I get it. And then she does something that really throws me off. She, you can see he's getting really worked up. She looks like she's making a wish on his, the head of his dick, doesn't she? Yeah, she's like rubbing She's it. going like this. The like top of the wah, tip of it. Like she's, like, you know what she looks like? She looks like she's putting, uh, putting the blue stuff on a pool cue. Yeah, 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 that's exactly. That kind of hurts. That though. seems like it would hurt. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm thinking this woman's a pro, right? How, how could she possibly fuck this up? Then she takes an ice pack, okay. fresh out of the freezer, does not put something in between it and his dick, and wraps his dick in it. And this is when I say this woman doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Because as someone who put an ice pack on the back of their leg in Serbia, 
I burned the fuck out of my leg. I got second degree burns. And I'm thinking, all right, clearly this woman doesn't know what she's doing. But then she takes it and then she puts it on for a second and then pulls it off, pulls it off. I don't know what sensation that could possibly give her. And now I am 100% victorious in my assessment that she doesn't know what she's doing because she takes a spatula and starts smacking the head of his cock. And I'm like, I'm out. I'm fucking out. I I wish I had never started watching this video. It's fucking clickbait. You got me with some amazing Robin Hood's arrow. And I'm sitting here like a sucker going, I got to try this. Well, I'll tell you what I'm not going to try. Fucking ice directly to the head of my cock, smacking it with a spatula and tying it with a dirty shoelace. And that is what this woman did. You're done. I think you should be banned. Julie's, I wonder what else is on her page. Julie Softdome is her name. Julie Softdome. Julia Softdome. Julia Soft. I don't read all that well. Julia Softdome. Oh, this is what she does. This is what her thing is. She just ties up dicks and slaps them with spatulas. Shh, by the way, I'm going to be into this woman's fucking page. You just Modern, said you don't like her. I now love her. Now there's a hundred of these different videos. Dirty milf pocket pussy milking. <laughs> what? Jesus Christ, if that's not a bunch of it. this I fucking really like this woman. Come control. What do you think she looks like? Because it doesn't show her face. It just shows her body. What do you oh, think her face she, looks like? How old is let she? Let me tell you something. Look, I'll, t- I'll pull up another video. Take a look at this. This woman is fucking gorgeous, but they don't show her face. And I'm like, I bet she's a fucking pig. And you know, you can tell this from masks. I'm getting out of Pornhub. I have no interest in sharing just my pornography with you. I want to show you food porn also. <laughs> Has anyone followed men with the pot on Instagram? Have you ever seen this, Halston? No fucking genius this guy very seductively makes a meal in the wild with just a pot and a knife and a cutting board and a cutting board and as we see here a boomerang and a pocket knife so this is what he does i want to this is one of my favorite one of my favorite instagrams i can watch this guy nonstop. here he's this is let me show okay so it starts with egg yolks and then he, this is just him just showing you a little bit of this is like a tease, a little trailer. This is what he looks like. I think he's Swedish. Hmm. I think he's Swedish. He's making a fire under a tree. And this is where he'll cook this. This is called men with the pot. I think he mis, mis uh, pluralized. I think it should be man with the pot, but it's men with the pot. Unless he does with the team of dudes and they each do a different episode. Right here, I'm watching this and I'm going, is he making a boomerang? No, he's not making a boomerang. Do you know what he's doing? What? You'll figure it out. It looks like a boomerang. It's not a boomerang. Okay, let's start with some spinach. Hey, find out what spin spinach. What's find out? Can you find out? Do you have a computer over there? Yeah. Can you find out what language? S P S Z P I N A K. What language that is? If I find out this guy's Russian, I'm gonna shit my pants. I hope he's from Liverpool because that's my new favorite fighter. He's about to come up in a second. What language is that? All right, we'll keep the video playing. Spinach on the camera. This oh, is Polish. He's Polish. This is a fucking Polak. Are you kidding me? I never could have seen that coming. He cuts up nicely. Let me see. He's going to push that in my face. I didn't figure that was going to happen. Then he gets a look at this. Catch it with the knife. Oh, my God. This guy's so good. He's so sexy when he does it. Yeah, cut the top off. 
cut the other top off and throw him in the fire. He does it all the time. Uh, he's, if anything, he's predictable. He cuts beautifully. He's got to be a chef. I'm going to start doing SDMR. ASMR. All right. What are we going to throw that in the fire? Throw it in the fire. Throw it in the fire. He unsheathes garlic so beautifully. This is, I can watch this and I hope you enjoy this. I'm not going to make you sit through the whole thing, but I want you to see what he does. So here's his pot. This is the lid. So he does a lot of his searing, um, a lot of his uh, cooking onions. Oh, onions in brown sugar and onions. What are we making? Oh, I don't know. There's some salt, pepper, and chili flakes. Oh, see, that's the top of his pan. This is so great. I wish I could do that. I couldn't even do this in my back fucking yard, and I have a fire pit built. This is what turns me on, okay? If you're going to talk about food porn, this is it. Three egg yolks into a mound of flour, a little bit of beet juice, that stick he found from earlier, and he is making a beet pasta, a beet juice pasta. Wow. He's making raviolis. That's what this whole thing is. That boomerang you were seeing, that is so we could edge raviolis. The sauce is like pink right I now. know. It's so fucking good. This looks so good. And he's so delicate. Oh, just a little art for you. And look at this. This is his dough, his pasta. A little more. Spread it out. So the dough is like stained pink because of the beet juice. Yeah. Did you wonder what was that boomerang was for? Yeah. Look at this. Here we go. All right. He put, did you see that? Oh, yeah. Guy fucking knows what he's doing. All right. Men with the pot. Let's get to the end so you can see what he made. By the way, I can't stand when people squeeze stuff they've made so it squirts out like it's a cream pie video. It's like, dude, fucking leave it in. Yeah. Leave it in. That's the whole point. Like when you make a fucking steak and they squeeze it, like, yeah, look, look at this. Cream pie. Take a look at that. You're like, no, keep it in. The blood's in it is what makes it juicy, you motherfucker. Cutting a ravioli in half is pretty vaginal. Yeah. Men with the pots. Let's see. That was cool. That was a, it's a, it's a fucking, that guy's good, isn't he? Men with the pots. We'll close this out. We're out of this. We're not going to get through all these tabs. How long have we been going? I know everything you need to know about Afghanistan. I know everything you need to know about the Taliban. I know everything you need to know about the Mujahideen, about Russia's involvement, about why that happened. Because I said this on, this is part of the reason that I said this with Dr. Drew. I was so fucking angry when all this shit was going down with Afghanistan that I didn't know anything about it. And I was like, who gives a fuck about Afghanistan? Why do we even care? First of all, Afghanistan used to be a gorgeous, gorgeous place. Still is probably. But it used to be a very progressive place. The women were as progressive in the 70s and the 60s as women in the United States, walking around, riding bikes, going to school, learning shit, becoming doctors. And then America and Russia fucked it up. America said, if you guys want to go to school, you can come over here, free school. And Russia said, uh, hey, man, if you guys want to learn how to be soldiers, come over here. And they split. And then the Russians tried to put in their guy to run the country. The Afghanistan uh, people didn't want it. America. Can I tell you also what's crazy? I remember one time I said something about someone. I was like, something about Afghanistan, Pakistan, knowing that they were next door neighbors. And, th and this person was like, fucking totally different countries, asshole, to me. And I go, okay, I didn't want to argue. By the way, 
that's agreeing with imperialism. They're only totally different countries because Britain arbitrarily drew a line down the center of the sand and was like, and the border's there. Because part of what is the biggest problem was during the Russian war, all the women and children who are, if I'm not ethnically Pashtuns, I think that I'm saying it wrong. I Look, I only watched a couple videos and they're all right here. Ethnically Pashtuns, I think that's accurate. It's part of Pakistan. Is is that Pashtun uh, group is split in between Afghanistan and Pakistan, and they went down there to kind of get away from uh, from the the war, the women and children, and the children all went to school and were called students. And this word for student, you know what the word for student is in Afghanistan? No, Taliban. Yeah, and so the students, the Taliban, came back. All their dads were Mujahideen. All the Mujahideen went after each other like crazy. Taliban came in and took over shit. Yeah. Anyway, I know everything you need to know about. I, I don't actually know if I'm accurate on any of those, but I'm just accurate enough to get to a fight at a dinner table with people I don't know if I'm drunk enough. I'm two episodes into the Netflix documentary Turning Point. What? I'm two episodes oh, into that. Oh, okay. You, yeah. I learned a lot in that. Yeah. You know, the it's like the one of the problems they had is the average the average Afghanistan man in Afghanistan has is a, a, a first grade reading level, first grade math level, and loves to smoke heroin and and hash and just fucking pretty much me. <laughs> is that you? <laughs> All right. Oh, let's just let's let's. I want to. I want one of my favorite 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 things in the world is my friend jennifer nettles singing hallelujah have you ever heard this i saw a little bit of it it starts like this the fourth the fifth the minor fall and the major lift the baffled king composing hallelujah i gotta be able to do this i gotta be able to do this it's a beautiful mixed voice hold on got such a good fucking voice i wonder if i could what's the good thing about singing is it your voice going ha like trembling trembling vibrato what's the chord structure to this hallelujah see i just go a little lower that's my problem hallelujah yeah that's just an octave below she's doing it hot an octave up hallelujah do you want to try it Hallelujah. Yeah, I'll pull up the lyrics. I'll pull up the lyrics. Let's make it a little more funky. Yeah. Hallelujah, everybody. Burt Kreischer style. Now I heard there was a secret chord that David played the fucking Lord, but you don't care. About the music, do ya? Yeah. Okay, I'll sing it for real. It goes like this. The fourth, the fifth. The major falls. The major lifts. The baffle on it. 
how did you just figure out how to play that real quick? I just pulled up the chords. Okay. Well, there you have it, guys. If you want to play that at your wedding or at a funeral, uh, feel free. That wasn't that bad, dude. That wasn't that bad. That was pretty good. Let's see if we can cruise through. Those are the lyrics to Hallelujah. Jennifer Nettles is a savage. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Sunnyside. That's this guy's name. Sunnyside. Now, this is going to be a legit breakdown. Okay. So, the name of the channel is Best Ever Food Review Show. Have you ever heard of it? Nope. Let me see if I can. Uh, let's see what this is. Yeah, let's get Best Ever Food Review Show. Sounds like an Asian person named it, right? <laughs> Best Ever Food Review Show. Because it's just like, and I say that because this is based out of Asia. This guy lives in Asia, lives in Vietnam. And he travels around Asia and eats crazy foods, fun foods. <laughs> his name is Sunnyside. That's not his real name. His real name is something regular. Uh, Schmitzenberger or something. But as I started watching this show, and his show is fucking phenomenal. It really is a great travel show. It's a little kitschy. I don't think he means it to be. But as a travel channel host for nine years, like I, I everything he's doing, I, I just, I'm a little, it's a little inside baseball for me to comment on the show because I've all my friends are the best travel channel host, travel show hosts in the world. I know yeah, all editors of editors and, and like editors and producers. And, so I know the genre very well. There's times where he does uh, what I I call like Zane Lamper used to do it back in like the in like early 2000s. He would do a thing and then look at the camera and you know Zane Zane used to do it. Zane's got great travel shows, and he so he's got a little bit of Zane as a, in him. But he also has something that's very identifiable is he does all his shows with a bandana, which at first I was like, what's up with the fucking bandana? And then after a while, you don't notice a bandana. You just notice that the show's good. The show's really good. Um, he, I'll, I'll see if I can play a little. He always has like a counterpart. So he's always got um, like a, an Asian dude or a hot Asian chick with him. Or he had this one, the Miss Zambia, I think, or Miss Tanzania. Mm. She was fucking gorgeous. Um, here he eats rare chicken in this one. These are all two million views, right? It's a fucking great show. Here, he's eating Everything chicken. Everything we've feet. done today is built up to this moment. Should we look inside? Let's do it. Let's take a peek. Chicken. It's the one meat that cultures. It's a very standard travel show. Which, oddly enough, I go. I'm watching this, and I'm like. He really is the structure and everything is is he's very influenced by Bourdain. You can tell that Bourdain's like I just by watching this, you're like, this guy loved Anthony Bourdain. Here's the thing. Most white men loved Anthony Bourdain and wanted to be Anthony Bourdain. And all of us wanted to show like Anthony Bourdain's all of us. All of us wanted to be Anthony Bourdain, not any single Andrew Zimmern wanted to be like Anthony Bourdain. Adam Richman wanted to be like Burt Kreischer once told Travel Channel, I think this show should not have travelers and just follow me. And I remember them saying, are you pitching yourself as Anthony Bourdain? And I said, yes, yes. And they said, because that's Anthony Bourdain's show. You're saying a film crew should follow you around and watch you do shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, technically. And they're like, 
you're no Anthony Bourdain. They actually said those exact words. Ouch. Those exacts. I was, I was, I can tell you where I was standing when I heard it. That's how bad it hurt. Mm. They said, you are no Anthony Bourdain. And I said, I, I was like, I, I, I disagree. I, I think I'm very talented. And I, by the way, I think I am. I still think I'm very talented. You are no Anthony Bourdain. I was at the corner of Colfax and Hesby mm. across from a church, right by a church. And they said, you are no Anthony Bourdain. What do you think the difference between Anthony Bourdain and you is? Oh, other than the fact that he's an amazing writer. He was an amazing writer. He was an amazing writer. He cared about different things. Like he cared about, he cared about story in a different way than I ever cared about story. I always cared about a joke. For me, all I give a fuck, all I care is that you laugh. Every thought that goes into my head is how do I make the person on the other side of this laugh? That's it. Oh, this whole thing? I just hope you laugh once. I hope I say one thing where you giggle once. Today on Two Bears, One Cave, we did Two Bears, One Cave. And I think I, I made, I'll make people laugh once. But that's, if you get one laugh out of someone, that's pretty fucking good, you know? And and then if I can share cool videos. Like if you go, oh shit, man, I really like Brody Moss's videos or Man With A Pot or this channel, Best Asian or Best Ever Food Review Show. If you find that and then you get you enjoy it and then that inspires you to do something, that's all. That's all, my perspective is changing a lot, but that's I, I just want to share cool shit that I'm into and 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 to make you laugh. That's it. I just want to make you laugh. And Anthony Bourdain, um, I don't think I don't think laughter was ever high on his list of like that's the most important thing. I think uh, food. I think he loved food, and I don't like I don't I eat too fast to love food. I love food, but I just fucking wolf it down. Like, uh, I don't know. That is interesting. What is the difference between me and Anthony Bourdain? I wonder if I can ask someone who knows. If you were in front of Obama, all you would do is probably just try to make him laugh. That's it. Oh, yeah. 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 That's all I... Why? Did, was he, did he do something in front of Obama? Yeah. Didn't he do a... Didn't he go to a restaurant with him? I don't know. I wonder who I know that knows me and Anthony Bourdain well enough to go... Here's the big difference between you and Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Bourdain teaches Obama the art of the noodle slurp. Well, yeah, I think sharing culture was big with Anthony Bourdain. I know rock and roll was big with Anthony Bourdain. I think from what I understand, love, like I think he was an intense, passionate, romantic person. I think those feelings in life were you're in New York. I mean, by the way, I'm speculating because I don't know. I never met Anthony Bourdain. But those feelings in life when you're in New York and you light a cigarette under streetlight and it fogs all over the place and a taxi drives by and you're by yourself. I think shit like that inspired Anthony Bourdain to live life to its fullest. And I think he did. I think he lived life to its fullest. I don't think anyone can argue that I I believe he was taken to us from us too soon. But you can't say that guy didn't live a fucking amazing life. He right? did everything. And see, that's all of us want to be like Anthony Bourdain. And this guy, Sid, Sid Simons, Sid, what's his name? Hang on. He's all the information's got to be in here. It's a very it's a very fucking high-end YouTube page. So show more underneath the description. Um it's not showing more. Oh, show more. Yeah, you're right. Um <coughs> doesn't have it has it's a very very uh high-end run page. And so I was like, okay. I want to learn more about this guy. But I don't want to learn too much. Because see, what you don't understand is like, just like I just told you my story about Anthony Bourdain, I'm Sir Sunnyside, travel expert, which is a vague, uh, vague title. 
to give someone, although I think this guy's probably pretty good. He should have, I'll just, I'm going to say this to Sunnyside. He should have never done this question and answer video. <laughs> because the thing that's great about this guy is when he's the conduit for your experience, right? So we aren't in Vietnam trying, uh, trying uh, pig or not pig feet, ch uh, chicken feet. But when he does it, you can experience it through sunny side, right? Sometimes when you share too much yourself, you show your dirty parts. And there's only one part and there's a couple parts in here where you see a little too much about Burning him. questions. Let's get to it. I asked you to ask me your questions on Instagram. This was a, this is, this should never, the, the, I just, what bothers you about this so I'll, much? I'll tell you exactly. Okay. And you know what? I know I'm going to be very candid. It bothered me because I've done this so much is this another noah cap thing because he's great about it but you shit on him for a little bit right no i love noah cap i love noah cap oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah no it's just, no by the way when i talk about travel experts uh -huh. i'm telling you the shit what i what i see in them is shit i did yeah he he first of all he lost like he was 300 pounds he lost weight super inspiring right um he talks about everything okay so the question is how come you haven't had a show on travel channel now Clearly, he has tried to be on Travel Channel. Obviously, no one makes a fucking 300 episodes of one of the inarguably most successful travel shows on the internet and not wanted to be on Travel show Channel. But the interesting thing is he didn't. He doesn't need Travel Channel. He's actually bigger than the network itself right now, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. He is genuinely bigger than the network himself. And... He is, I'm just, I'm trying to make, because I've done this. I've done this. It, what you're about to see, I've done. He does not need to answer this question. He doesn't. Because what you're about to see is, you're about to see a little of how angry he still is at Travel Channel. Oh, no. <laughs> Which we all are. We all are. None of us got to be Bourdain, Sonny. None <laughs> of us did. We all wanted to be Bourdain, and we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it because we're not Bourdain. You're not a chef. I'm not a chef. We're just guys that like to fucking eat. <laughs> and this is Sonny's answer of this travel channel. And he just should have said, you know, I'd love to be on travel channel as opposed to watch me burn this bridge <laughs> right now. I'm going to take any chance I ever have for working to discovery and burn it to the fucking ground. Video Here we about go. how I lost weight and all that later. What happened to your food show with Travel Channel thing? So what they're referring to, I had a pilot with the Travel Channel maybe about six months ago. It took. Oh my God, this was just six months ago. Oh, this is 2018 though. Okay, okay. Like a year and a half from the point of starting to the point of it going on air. We were really proud of it. It was called Crazy Delicious. It aired like two times. The ratings were okay. Between the time we started the pilot making process. All right, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell Sonny right now, and being in television, a pilot at the Travel Channel was doomed to fail immediately. What succeeds at Travel Channel are series orders. Because when you get one pilot, there's no way to tell if that did good. And they know that as well. They know that just airing that one thing, it's never going to get a rating. And if it does get a rating, what they're going to say to themselves, if it gets like a fucking 0.4, they're going to go, all right, what the fuck happened? What was its lead in? Because it's not the show. When you the, when Travel Channel at this point in 2018, 17, when they were just ordering pilots, they, they were just ordering pilots because they were like, it, they had. I think they had a mandate of having to order a few pilots. 
And so they were doing pilots with no intention of picking them up. They do one-offs and put them on and then just, if if miraculously, miraculously it got a fucking 0.6, then they'd be like, okay, let's maybe talk to this guy and see what happened. But they'd, air, they'd keep airing it to find out if it still got that 0.6, waiting for it to fail. It was almost like, at that point, at Travel Channel, it was like a, you, you were waiting to fail. It, does that make sense? Seems like a waste of money. It. Well, here's the problem. What was doing really, really well was Ghost Adventures. Yeah. Murdering it. Murdering it. I'm saying if 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 our big rating was like a point, a point four was a fucking, I mean, a smash hit for me. If that was a then they were getting like twos. Like that's a fucking, it's a huge leaps of difference. Now you got to, game always has to got to respect game. You don't shit on someone because they're doing something different than you. You just let it be. You just go, hey man, like I don't do that, but you're killing it right now. And I can't disagree that you're killing it. Let's watch Sonny tell the rest of the story. And ended it. The Travel Channel had been purchased by Discovery. So there was whole new management in there with new vision. Shout out to, by the way, everyone at Discovery is all my fucking friends. So I'm also a little defensive. They want to do more haunted house shows. They want to do more smart content for smart people. Oh, (laughs) God damn it. Sonny, you're amazingly talented and one of my favorite people to watch on the Internet. You're so above this. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're so fucking above this. By the way, Zach Baggins is legit a very smart dude. He just shit on two networks and an entire fan base. An entire genre of very passionate fans. (laughs) The most passionate fans are the the those for the supernatural. By the way, if he thinks he would have been happier at scripts, he's out of his fucking mind. I don't even know what that is. Like Trust me when I say Discovery is it was is a great Scripps was an amazing people to work for, but the people that greenlight his series at Scripps at the time were one foot out the door. All still now work at Discovery. They all still work at Discovery. And by the way, they're all really good people. They're very insightful in television. For the record, despite them even firing me, <laughs> they are very fucking in there with new visions. They want to do more haunted house shows they wanted to do more smart content for smart people i get that i mean my show is just a funny entertaining show about food why do a show like that when we could see a fake ghost show do you know what i mean this show and not getting picked up is one of the best things that's ever happened to me that's what you leave it at that sonny that that show not getting picked up is the best thing that ever happened to you because you are super talented you're super engaging fucking for whatever reason you put on a red headband and i focused on you more Maybe it's the same reason I perform with the shirt off. You need that one thing that stands out. Notice how he doesn't have it on in that screenshot. That's for right the there. Travel Channel. That was for oh, the Travel Channel. Thing. He's yeah. not allowed to wear that. No. Uh, the Travel Channel. See, this is what's the difference is that the reason I watched him twice is the same reason Travel Channel would be like, take the fucking headband off. What are you fucking wearing a headband for? Yeah. Everyone's going to go, what's the headband? What's up with the headband? Instead, of, it's Showtime said to me, take the fucking put a shirt on. No one's going to watch this if your shirt's off. Um, but he, uh, he, I got basically a masterclass on how to make some of the world's best food and travel content from people who make it at a very high level. Nonstop for a couple weeks, I got to ask the producers, the cameraman, this is all everybody involved said. questions about how they work, what equipment they use, and just kind of witnessing their process. This is why this guy's smart as fuck. 
mm-hmm. is that's also what I did. Yeah. That's also what I did. And this is why I like this guy a lot. And by the way, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm shitting on him. I'm not shitting on him. But uh you guys but have a lot in common. We have a lot in common. By the way, I think we'd make we'd be we could talk shop very quickly. If I'm ever in Asia, I will hit him up to see if I can do an episode of his show with him, a little crossover. But I did the same thing at a certain time. I, I realized there is no future in this travel channel gig. And I was like, I, I need to do this on my own. I need to make my own content. I need to have the fans aggregate to me. And so I did exactly what he said. Started asking a lot of questions and I got a masterclass. And by the way, I want to thank Sonny for this interview because I realized how I should answer when people go, whatever happened to your travel channel show? Ask me what happened, Halston. I remember you on that one show um, on the, with, was it with like the roller coasters? First or something? of all, it was five shows over nine years. Yeah. Okay. By the way, I'm already starting this off bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened in that show? You know, first of all, uh, it, you know, all, all shows end at a certain point. Even Friends ended. Seinfeld ended. All good shows end. And my run of Travel Channel came to an end. And, uh, and I got to tell you, I'm so grateful to have it had an opportunity there because it put me to where I am today. I learned from the best people. It was like taking, it was like taking a master class in television production. Cause I learned from the best people how to make content. And that is what I do today. And I'm so grateful for my experience at travel channel. That's how you're supposed to answer. Yeah. I'll tell you what I want to say <laughs> or what you did say on what, podcasts, what I have said on podcasts, <laughs> I've done it all. So I'm fucking siding with Sonny in this, but Regardless, he's got a great channel. Check it out. I liked it a lot. Oh, what's up, y'all? Fuck. I'm DJ Premier, and I present. Tom turned me on to this. Have you seen this? Nope. DJ Premier. I'm gonna get to the part where I'm gonna get to the part where it's where like you need to hear what you need to hear. Okay. Gotta salute these floppy just because of that because there's no other way we would have even been so, able to say. So notorious Big calls up DJ Premier. This is a series DJ Premier does. I'm gonna yeah, I will. DJ Premier's. It's called So What's Up. And he basically tells you how he wrote the songs you recognize from the songs you grew up. And this one was from Notorious B.I.G. Now, he knew Notorious B.I.G. Christopher, I think he calls him at one point. They were like, they lived a block away from each other. So when Notorious B.I.G. got his first album, he hit up DJ Premier, who had done, who was a fucking amazing. He worked with KRS-One, worked with Gangstar. He's like amazing. And he says, yo, I need, I need one banger for you. I need one from the streets. First of all, I am paraphrasing, but I'm paraphrasing so you go watch this video because it's fucking awesome. Tom turned me on to it, and I'm in love with it. Are we in August already? Oh, no, we're out of August. <laughs> so he said, hey, man, I don't have the time to do it. I'm, I'm summarizing. You should watch this video. I don't have the time to do it. And Notorious B.I.G. is like, yo, I've got a lot of radio songs on here, but I don't have anything for the streets. I need something for the streets. So he's like, I, I can do something. And, and, and Notorious B.I.G. said to him, even if it's, if it's something just quick and shoddy, just throw it together. It'll I, anything from you is good. And she's so like, I can do quick and sh- and short. I can make something quick and short. So this is the song he wrote for him. Everybody knows it went a little something like this. Bump shots out the sunroof of Lexus coops, leave no witnesses. What you think this is? Ain't no amateurs here. I damage and tear MCs fear me. They too near not to hear me. Clearly, I'm the triple beam dream. 1,000 grams of uncut to the gut. We got. He just went boom, ba ba bum, ba ba bum, ba ba bum, ba boom, 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 ba boom, 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 ba bum, and just put it together, and it was a fucking banger. And he put that together so quick, and it's all on floppy disk. This is a great series. Tom turned me on to it. It's called So It's Up by DJ Premier. And it's fucking, if you're into hip-hop, you got to be into hip-hop. It's 
probably boring if you're not. And by the way, then then he turned me on to this guy, Bob James. Have you ever heard of Bob James? No. Bob James is the most sampled artist you've ever heard. The most sample artist. So he he's done song like this. And I gotta admit, um, I know about Ghost. Yeah, that's my baseline, all right. Yeah, this was one that had to this be. This one album, I forget the name of this album. It's called, it's, all, there's so many samples in it. You're like, what the fuck? Listen to him. Well, first of all, I like it. If they sampled me with. Wait, hold on. Where's the, here you go. You ready? It was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warmer G was on the streets. It's not what you think. I could fifth. The, the the what they sampled was the oh yeah they sampled that and where here's this one he's the most sampled fucking guy ever oh wow bob james and uh it was it's fucking it's really interesting i didn't use my glasses once today i'm i'm gonna Hang on. Fuck, I just... Oh, this guy! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> I want to get this guy on my podcast, okay? His name is Andre Mack, and he samples celebrity wines and tells... He's a sommelier. I want to get him on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to save this because I I, 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 I'm gonna, I, want to, I just want to get to him sampling Snoop Dogg's wine. Have you tried it? Snoops? Mm-hmm. A lot. I've seen it at Trader Joe's. Oh, wait. No, I have tried it. Yeah. We'll see what he says about it. Here we go. Snoop Dogg's wine. Uh, by the way, he's not. He's he's sampling his rosé, by the way. It's called 19 Crimes Cali I have not rose. had ca- his ca- rosé, but I will be getting, based on this review, I will be buying Snoop Dogg's rosé because I love Snoop Dogg's wine. Uh, I'm not sure what Cali rosé is. It doesn't say what grapes are in it, but who knows? One thing that I did pick up on the label is that it's uh, 10.5%, so that's a pretty low alcohol level. So it leads me to believe that maybe it's sweet, right? Because generally there's a pendulum between sweet and alcohol level. So this wine actually has a living wine label. Uh, you need an app. I don't know what he's saying. Let me label me. I put my face on a rosé there you go. He puts what his face on a rosé fucking badass. AI is kind of cool on it, but... That's fucking badass. see what's actually inside the bottle. Let's Color see, looks on, slightly be neon. Good, be good, be good, be good. about that. Be good. Just kind of sends up a red flag. Be good. Yeah, I get a little uh, watermelon, a little raspberry. Oddly enough, it doesn't smell like it's going to be sweet. I was wrong. Um, it's kind of, it's not overly sweet, but it's a little too sweet for me. It, Tastes like it has like artificial sweetener in it. This kind of tastes more like white Zinfandel than rosé to me. White Zinfandel just has more residual sugar in it versus like the dry style wines. For this wine emoji, I'll do a face with a teardrop. Oh, I don't think that's good. Anyway, I still want this guy on my podcast. I'm a big fan of Snoop's wine. Let's see, Two Bears, One Cave. What's this? Oh, whoa, I didn't know. I didn't know all the shit that went behind on the This Is Not Happening Roy Woods Jr. Mm. transition. Did you watch this? No. I want to pull up one of these things from Chase's interview. But so Roy Woods was a guest host of Two Bears, One Cave last week. And he shared how um, the transition from This Is Not Happening 
with Ari Shafir happened, and it was not a smooth transition. Now, I, me and Tom pulled out of This Is Not Happening when we found out Ari was losing the show. So we thought it was kind of a shitty move from Comedy Central, in my opinion. I think it's also why I probably haven't worked with Comedy Central. I think when we pulled out, we were on the don't fuck with list anymore for Comedy Central, I guess. I don't know, because you weren't supposed to side with Ari. No one sided with Ari, but Tom and I did. And we just did, we just pulled out of This Is Not Happening. We, that was no reflection on our feelings towards Roy, because I love Roy. I love Roy. But, man, I did not realize the shit he got. The un... <coughs> the fucking shit he got from from Ari's fans. Like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. Did you? No, I can imagine. Oh, all right. Well, that's a good video. This is one of the realest things that's ever been said on my podcast. Day two, they take me in for surgery. This right here. On my neck. And I remember going in and looking at the anesthesiologist and just thinking to myself, like, I hope you have no idea what you're doing. I hope you mess up and I never wake up. That has Oof. been that that one statement has stuck with me for so long. That fucking one statement has just fuck. I've thought of that so much. It's fucking. Well, it's one of my best podcasts I've ever done. I really, 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 obviously, I love Chase. Um, I didn't know how young he was, too. Yeah. He's a good guy, man. Oh, no. Let's end with a fucking banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's end with a fucking banger. This is one of the funniest things I've seen in a very long time. Okay. Do you know anything about this? No, but can I say the title? The title? Yeah. It's Middle School Weezer Cover Goes Horribly, Horribly Wrong. <laughs> Okay, oh, no. I'm going full screen, and I'm and we'll we'll end on this. This okay? was me, dude. <laughs> okay, not the worst. Not it's the not worst. that bad. Okay, okay, one more time. 
stop every single one of them stops they're such young musicians that they're just like i don't i've never experienced this before i don't know what to do oh that fucking made me laugh so fucking hard look he just lays a guitar one more time bird one more time look at the drummer i want to see the drummer's reaction to the thing collapsing i haven't watched the drummer yet like looking at the adults oh for those just listening by the way the piano just completely falls off of the stand oh i gotta see it again it makes me laugh so hard (laughs) he's playing the piano with his right hand too so he's like oh oh i feel bad for them oh that makes me so happy that makes me so fucking happy. I hope that your week is as good as that kid's week. I hope that if you have a bad moment, you go, well, it's not as bad as that kid who was trying to play that Weezer song. Fuck yeah. Let's get hydrated. You know how long they were practicing that too, by the way? Oh. Just that one song. Cheers. Hold on. You are murdering your thirst right now. Mm. Just one more time before we go. Let's go out to a Weezer song, okay? Let's go out to a Weezer song. <clears throat> Next week, we're going to talk about Fez Watley, my favorite Fez Watley performances. Make sure we write that down. Okay. Um, wait, can we do what? Before we leave, can we do one Fez Watley? He, my friend Fez Watley passed away. Yeah. <clears throat> and we'll, we'll, we're going to cut. We're going to get out of this Weezer. God, that makes me fucking laugh so hard. At least they went viral for that, you know? Yeah. Okay. So Fez Watley was part of Ron and Fez. Um, I want to share this. I just want to share just a little bit of Fez and what I loved about Fez. He passed away while I was doing the Go Big show. Fez was a friend of mine. He was a legit friend of mine, and I was a fan of the show. I first became a fan of the show. They were on after Opie and Anthony and... I had known Ron Bennington because uh, Ron was part of the Ron and Ron show, which was huge in Tampa. Our childhood, our personalities, your personality develops when you're like 13, 12 years old. 
and you find guys like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray and and John Belushi, and for us it was Ron and Ron. <clears throat> to see, uh, there was there's so many things about my personality that's defined by a guy like Ron Bennington and his take on things. Ron was always the cool guy, but he was also the funny guy. Like it's hard to be the cool funny guy. And Fez was part of the Ron and Fez show. I, I knew he was a producer on the Ron and Ron show. But when it was Ron and Fez, I, I kind of was, was curious. I didn't know Fez that well. And I fell in love with Fez. <clears throat> Fez was my favorite. Ron's hilarious, but Fez was so open and honest. And when Fez would share certain things about what he was going through in his life, Ron's take on him was always a best friend busting balls or, or exploring and taking care of him. But Fez, when Fe, Fez was so good. This is my one story that I want to share. <clears throat> then we'll play this promo, and we'll probably do more Fez stuff throughout the weeks coming because Fez had so many great things. But I, I fell in love with Fez and Ron and Fez. We were driving. I was driving from San Francisco to Los Angeles in the middle of the night, and Fez and Ron were talking about how many, how many, how many children, how many thirteen-year-olds or ten-year-olds Ron could beat up in a row, and it. It was just the way they analytically approached that problem was so fucking funny that I fell in love with the show. I fell in love with the show, and the show was genius. The show was genius because you didn't understand the show. A lot of times you didn't know what was a bit and what was not a bit. <clears throat> but it was hard to explain why the show was so good. So I, one time I tell my wife, Leanna, we're driving down La Cienega or La Brea and over by the Target on La Brea before you get up by the hill um, that takes you to the airport. And Ron and Fez come on, and I go, oh, my God, I want you to listen to Ron and Fez. This is my favorite show. And I turn it on Sirius XM. I turn on the radio. We're in her car, and there's no one's talking for, like, a long period of time. It's like 30 seconds, and no one's talking. And all of a sudden, you hear that someone is crying. And if you're a fan of the show, you know it's Fez. Fez is crying. And you just hear Ron go, what's going on, Fezzy? And he goes, I'm, I'm having a rough day, Ronnie. And Leanne looks at me, and as a Ron and Fez listener, you know this is going to be a great show. She looks at me, and she goes, you like this? And I go, like this? I love this. This is the happiest I've ever been. As a matter of fact, I wish you weren't in the car right now to fuck this up for me because I'm going to listen to it. I'm not getting out of the car for a while. I'm listening to all of this. So Fez was great when he was super vulnerable because he was super vulnerable, and he shared everything. I love that about it. That's so brave. To be able to share just everything. And I became friends with Fez. <clears throat> He'd come to my shows. I have many pictures of him uh, at my shows. It was the best. We'd go out and have drinks after. Me, him, and Flipper. And my whatever guys were with me. But this is one of my favorite bits. This is one of my favorite Fez bits. So Fez would go into the nature boy as a character. It was you think He would go into the character of Ric Flair, the nature boy, right? Mm -hmm. And so he would take an angle and he would... Get angry at that angle. And this one is Travis the chimp that ate the face off uh, the woman's friends. Mm -hmm. Remember that? So I think it starts around right here. So this is a part of where you go, <clears throat> this is what oh, this I fucking this is what I love about Ron and Fez. All right. So now the nature boy obviously shows up. And this is Fez Watley as a nature boy talking shit to Travis the chimp. She, uh, Have you heard this? No. It's fucking great. It's great. Had a, you know, a monkey. It didn't, uh, <coughs> it was a smoky in here. <coughs> Somebody's in that smoke. It's a nature boy. And this is Fez. Listen up. Now, can I just tell you what's great about this is 
the depth of the, the premise, the joke, the writing in this is fucking great too. This the nature boy. That's, the, that's everyone in the. And every now and then, in the big scheme of things, in the grand plan of the universe, in the evolutionary design, corrections have to be made, and a species has to be taken down a notch. And I'm talking about you, Travis the Chip. First of all, let me say, Travis, I'm the nature boy. And I liked your style. You were dining on filet mignon and lobster. You were sleeping in a big brass bed. You were drinking red wine and popping Xanax like you were Courtney Love. You were living a life only a few of us know about. And I'm talking about the good life. Hey, I was with you, brother, because you know, I drive the biggest car to the biggest house in the biggest part of town. And that's each and every day of my life. But that's where you made your mistake, my hairy friend. That wasn't good enough for you. The booze and prescription drugs just weren't enough, huh, big man? You had to have more. The lobster wasn't enough, so you had to eat a woman's face. That's where we draw the line, Chippy. This is where we step in and say, you know what, Travis the Chip? You may party like a horseman. You may live like a horseman. But you are no horseman. Sure. Once I slapped Mary Hart in a chicken wing crossface for changing her hairstyle, but I never ate a woman's eyeballs. I am too classy for that. That's why you had to be taken out, Travis. There's a food chain on this planet, and you are not at the top. Sure, some of you apes had some big wins. Every now and then, you grab a pretty blonde and climb a building. But what happens after that? It ain't pretty, is it? And maybe an orangutan can get lucky and make a Clint Eastwood movie. Or a chip can go to live with Michael Jackson on Neverland Ranch. But then, nature makes a correction. Or should I say, the nature boy makes a correction. Sorry, Chip, but you are near the bottom of the chain. I love this list. Just above mimes. Just above mimes. At the top, you've got humans. And just above that, you've got us. The badass Rob Bennington. The road dog Fesmeray. And me, the Nate Boy. And we're not giving up our spot. Not for you, not for anyone, man or monkey, no way! So, you may not like it, but you had better learn to what? Love it! What? Bottom line! Because we are the best thing going today!
Nature Boy. This makes it's me cry. Show. It's the Ron and Faye show. God, man, <clears throat> he was fucking, he was awesome. He was awesome. I've listened to that one clip probably, probably a hundred times. Just a hundred times. You got lucky if you got to listen to it live. And I mean, this, 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 this would happen live, right? Just, and you felt it was it, because when it's live, you feel like there's no, there's no net. You feel you're waiting for him to fuck up and they just didn't. And he did a bunch of these. Ah, man, I'm going to miss Fez. I'm going to be in Tampa beginning of October, October 14th, 10th. I'm in Tampa. Uh, I would have been partying with Fezzy. God, that sucks. <clears throat> well, I hope you guys had a great show. We're going to close on my favorite Weezer song. Just one more time. I love this song, but more importantly, I love how this band plays it. 2014, these kids are in college right now. If these kids are in Tallahassee at Florida State, I got tickets for my show October 24th. If you're in Green Bay, I got tickets for you in Green Bay. I'm traveling on the 30 Boy Relapse Tour. Leaving for Colorado tomorrow morning. Hit it, brother. everybody this was open tabs i love you all with all my heart this episode was brought to you by the machine